if you're all about women supporting women, women empowerment, and getting your brand in front of women, stop right now and listen to this. So this podcast, Race, Wife, and Filter, we are officially in the top 10% of podcasts. And we're here to help you market to women in motorsports. And we have partnered with many brands uh, that support this movement to help women in motorsports take center stage. And now you get to join that stage with them every episode by sponsoring the podcast. Um, You also can get some um, other amazing perks, like including ad space and Ladies of Motorsports Magazine, race car placement for up to multiple seasons, and more depending on the package you choose. And that includes a chance for us to come to you, a live podcast episode from your location. So from right now until December 31st, we have a special on all of our sponsorship packages starting from $200 to $3,000 off of the original prices. And if you sign up by December 31st, you get grandfathered in. So that means if any of our packages change or if any of our prices go up, your price doesn't change and we upgrade your package to any additional perks that we might add later on down the line. So let us upgrade you for free. So what are you waiting for? Head over to our sponsorship package page on our site. It will be in the show, it's in the show notes and choose the right package for you. And and yeah, support women in motorsports. Welcome to Race Wife Unfiltered, hosted by your favorite bougie race wife, Rachel Thornhill. Every week, she shares stories of her life as a race wife and other women in motorsports, giving them a platform so their voices can be heard. Welcome back to Race Wife Unfiltered. I am your host, Rachel Thornhill, and today um, is another solo episode. So um, we're going to talk about how to live a slow feminine lifestyle, like when you're not in the fast lane. So that literally means, obviously, we're so used to living such fast-paced lives that, like, how you can actually take the time to regulate your nervous system and slow down so you can live that you know slow feminine lifestyle and not have to I guess you know actually pause and be present and not live so fast-paced um and guys this is like a pretty normal thing a lot of us tend to live you know this type of life where it's fast-paced and a lot of that is due to societal norms you know um I mean like hustle hustle culture and all this other stuff that gets put into our lives and it's pretty much considered more normalized that makes 
it harder for us to live a very balanced life. So I'm going to give you guys a few tips uh, to actually start to slow down. Okay, so number one, make self-care a priority. Now, most of the time when you hear about self-care, that can be like a number of things. A lot of times you hear about like bubble baths, you know, that type of stuff. But that is not all of what self-care is. Self-care can even go as far as creating boundaries with people, learning how to say no to things and not always saying yes to stuff. Um, So self-care can actually be a lot more than just the physical, um, you know, taking care of yourself, eating well, you know, working out, things like that. That's all self-care too, journaling, all that. But self-care to everybody is different. Um, But don't just worry about the physical aspects of self-care. Also worry about the mental aspects of self-care, right? So, like I said, that can even go as far as even going to a therapist, you know? Like, if you need that type of support. Um, Or, you know, just setting boundaries with people. You know, taking things off your plate. Like, especially if you're a business owner, starting to delegate things so you're not constantly having to run things all by yourself. Um, You know, asking for help when you truly need it. Um, Because there's a lot of us that want to be independent. There's nothing wrong with being an independent woman and stuff like that. But at the same time, you can't be so independent that you never ask people for help. Um, And so... That is something, too, that um, I had to work on as well because I had serious problems with um, delegating, um, not not uh, wanting to give work to other people because it's like I had, like, a certain type of vision and I knew that, like, I could get it done the way that I wanted to. But the thing is, the whole point of delegating is so you can get that time back. Because time is everything. You know, we only have 24 hours in a day. Everybody does. You know, every single person on this earth only has 24 hours to do whatever they need to do, right? And so balancing your 24 hours is crucial. And especially if you have a family, you don't want to constantly have your 24 hours taken up by just sleep and work where you don't really get to balance that time with your family. Um, you know, that which actually takes us to number two. Um, that would be creating a and maintaining a work-life balance. Because, guys, that is so important. So important. Um, Work-life balance is huge. And this one I'm going to talk a little bit more about. because, And also, I also have, like, a whole other podcast episode about, like, the whole work-life balance, like, myth with the corporate world and stuff. So I won't really go too much into that part. But just saying that no matter how, like, if if you own your own business or you're a stay-at-home mom, or you, um, or you work in the corporate world, whatever, whatever you're doing, wherever you are in your journey, 
either way, you've got to learn how to balance work and life. Because even if you're a stay-at-home mom, like, look, that's work, okay? And no matter what anybody tells you, that is work, okay? Because you still need to have that separation from all the household chores and things like that. You still need to have separation from that. Unfortunately, you can't leave your workplace, right? Because you work at your home. And it, it even goes for people that work from home that might have like corporate jobs or they own their own businesses, but they work from home. And see, I I fall into two of those, well, actually kind of all th- three of those categories in a way. Because, I mean, I'm a mom, but, you know, um, my, my kids are older, so like they're not at home during the day. Um, and also my oldest is off at college, but my youngest, she's still here, but she's not here during the day. You know, she's at regular school. So, um, so it's a little different, but I still have to do household chores and then also, um, work my regular job from seven to three. And then, then I work on the podcast. So, I don't leave my home, like, pretty much at all. And so having that balance is crucial for me because I have to know when to turn everything off. Like, okay, this is my corporate job. I'm done at 3. I'm done. I'm not going to be taking phone calls. I'm not going to be doing emails, nothing like that after 3 o'clock. Which, for some people, that's considered quiet quitting. But you know what? So be it. Because I have a life outside of my corporate job. And I will not let that mess up. My corporate job mess up the stuff that I have going on outside of it. So after that is podcasts. You know, content creation. Things like that. That That is my own business. And I have to worry about that stuff after work. And it's hard. It's very hard to balance it. But luckily, my team is in another country. And so with the time zone difference, it actually benefits me. Um, Because it's not so hard for me to be able to do what I need to do with them. Because it doesn't really impact, um, you know, my. it doesn't impact my corporate job. So... That's why it's easier for me to do it the way that I'm doing it now. But, um, but yeah, like quiet quitting, you know, is a huge thing that a lot of people are doing. And the thing is, there are a lot of, like, executives that have serious problems with that. As somebody that is a C-suite executive, because I'm a customer relationship manager for a tech company, okay, a big tech company, like we're in the INC 5000, Um, so I don't have an issue with quiet quitting and I'll tell you why it's because the type of quiet quitting that people are doing is not technically quiet quitting because quiet quitting, if you look at like the full definition of it, it even says about like people not being motivated anymore to take on extra work and all this other stuff. Okay, because they don't want to. That's above their pay grade. Like they shouldn't have to feel obligated to take on more work. 
and you're not going to pay them extra for that anyway. Like, when you're a salaried worker, you don't get paid more than what you're already paid. So guess what? If you take on more work, you're practically doing it for free. And that is their problem, is that a lot of them want you to do more work, and they don't have to pay you extra to do it. And guess what? No, you you knew from the very beginning when I started working here that I'm working these hours. From this, out, from this time I clock in, this time I clock out. I'm not staying later. I'm not doing all this other stuff, because guess what? I don't get paid for it. So you see what I'm saying? Like, that's what people are doing. People are putting boundaries with these managers and they're having problems with it. And I, I, you know, I don't treat my employees like that. You know, I automatically am like, okay, look, you're scheduled to this time. That's it. You're done for the day. You don't need to stay later than that. There's no need. And I don't stay later either because I got stuff to do outside of work. I'm not staying late. You know, I work 7 to 3 and I'm done. You know, and there's some days it's 7.30 if if needed. But, you know, technically I don't have to come on until 7.30. But I, I'll, like, come on at 7. But still, either way, that's it. That's all they've got me for. I don't work any later than that. And that's it. Um, And, you know, they have to be okay with that. Because that was the hours that were specified when I when I um, started this position so you know like there people like want more work out of their workers but don't want to pay them what they're worth so that's why a lot of people are doing this quiet quitting movement and honestly I'm glad I'm glad they're doing it because it means that it means that employers need to step up and start treating their people with respect and not expecting them to do more than what they're paid to do, you know, and leave it at that. So, yeah, so, I mean, so, obviously, that's part of work-life balance. Then, also, and the reason why I say say it a lot about the corporate world is because you see it be, it's very detrimental to a lot of people. So, like, for example... Um, and if you've never if you've never heard of it before, um, look it up because I'm telling you guys it's very disturbing. But so in Japanese workplace culture, there's a word it's called karoshi, and it literally means like overworked to death. Okay, because they literally have done studies where. Japanese work culture can be so toxic that people literally die. <laughs> like, they literally, you know, um, either have heart attacks or whatever, and it's due to stress. Or sometimes they unalive themselves, too. And it's sad because it's like, that that shouldn't be the norm, but it, 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 become a, it, it had became a norm. Now you have a lot more people that are not doing it, but it's still an issue that is, you know, and, and the thing is, it's not just Japan. Like, China has this problem. South Korea has this problem. Sweden had this problem, um, like, back in 2019. I don't know if it's gotten better. Uh, India had this problem. I don't know if it's gotten better over there. But the thing is, like, 
it, it happens in a lot more Asian countries than than here, but that's no different than hustle hustle culture. Like the whole thing about oh well, I'm putting in seventy eighty hours of uh, eighty hours a week to do stuff. No, like even as a business owner, that's detrimental to your mental and your physical health. You do not need to be working seventy eighty hours a week. You know what I'm saying? Like that's insanity. Um, people that do stuff like that, that's not healthy. It will run you into the ground. Like you will, you're literally cutting time off of your life by doing that. Um, and it's not necessary because the thing is, if you're having to work that much, that means you need to take, you need to take the funds that you're getting and you need to hire other people and you need to delegate because there's no reason that an owner should be working 80, 70, 80 hours a week. None. Um, that means you need to look at your finances and you need to figure out what you know what you are spending in your business because you should only be spending on stuff that's going to generate you revenue and trust me people will generate you revenue because revenue generation happens with people too because you getting that time back you can focus on stuff to help build your business like you can market more you can do more stuff outside of that to build you know lead generation and things like that that you couldn't do previously because you were spending all your time on things that you could have hired somebody else to do for you I mean and see and that's something that I put into place already even though I wasn't even making money you know I did it anyway because I needed that time back so I could start really working on bringing in income for the podcast, right? Like, I, I needed that because I, it was becoming where it was almost a full-time job to do this and work a full-time job. And I can't do both, you know? So I had to delegate and actually hire people to do a lot of the stuff that I would have done on my own for the podcast. So, you know, so if you're a business owner or whatever, you know, this is something that like you could benefit from too is by literally sitting down and reflecting on where you're spending too much of your time because you need that work-life balance, especially if you have a family or even if you don't, like even if you have like fur babies at home, right? Or, you know, or you have a partner, you want to be able to spend more time with them and do more things with them and stuff and not have to be constantly working all the time. Like, that's no way to live. Like, if all you do is work and go home and maybe binge Netflix for an hour and then you go to bed. Like, doing that every single day gets boring. Like, that gets very stagnant. And, you know, and some people do like that, and that's okay. But for people that don't and they're just doing it because that's just, that's just how life is right now, Maybe you need to, like, start, you know, taking a look at, like, how your your work-life balance is and if there's any way that you can change it. Because, obviously, if it's making you miserable, it's not worth it. So, you really got to, like, sit down and be like, hey, like, this is not how I want my life to be and I need to figure it out. Um, and so... You know, that, that's definitely something that um, you guys want to 
be mindful about because you don't want to work yourself to the point where, you know, like literally you're just waiting for the end. Like, you know, that, that was another reason why, like, I made the goal for myself to retire from corporate by the age of 40, which means I have three years, (laughs) you know, um, I gave myself three years. I said three years or less, depending on, you know, the situation. And I did that on purpose because, guys, like, I can see how much the corporate world burns me out. And I know it burns other people out. But think about staying in the corporate world until you're in your 60s and you truly don't want to be there. Like, why? Why do that to yourself? You know, if you truly do not want to be in corporate... Um, or you don't want to work for other people and you want to work for yourself, um, take that chance on you. Like, literally. Um, That's something that I regret a little bit, you know, that I didn't start earlier. But at the same time, I know that all of this happened for a reason. Like, there's a reason why this is happening now and it wasn't happening before. Um, because also I've grown as a person and I've gotten my priorities straighter than what I had before. And also I used, I used the corporate world as a major crutch in the past, you know, because I was like, oh, well, it's no big deal if it doesn't really work out. Cause I have, you know, I have money coming in like, you know, for my corporate job. But the thing is when I go on my own, which will be in three years or less, I'm not going to have a plan B, right? Like, this is it. And if I don't bring in income, I don't bring in income. But you know what? I won't let that happen because I, you know, this is something I'm passionate about. So I won't let that happen where I don't bring in income because I know how much I work hard on this and I know other people see the work that we, that myself and my team put into this day in and day out. And guess what? I'm going to make sure that they get paid and that I get paid and that we're able to live and that we don't have to worry about going somewhere else. You know, I mean, you know, the joys of being a business owner. Right. Um, But honestly, I would prefer that over anything. But definitely like. And, and and trust me, I know it's heartbreaking. But if you are interested in n- knowing more about Karoshi and like hustle culture, you know, well, quiet quitting against the whole hustle culture thing and stuff like that, I will have like some, you know, some links in the resources section of the show notes so you guys can look at that. But um, but yeah, like definitely try to find some type of balance, you know. And because you want to be able to enjoy your life. You want to be able to enjoy your life with, like, your family, your friends, you know. Your, like I said, your fur babies, if you have some, your, you know. I mean, whatever. You, but the thing is, you know, especially friends, right? Having a group of besties, like, for support is so crucial. And the thing is, like... and. They don't have to be where you are, right? Um, And I say that from my own experience because where I live, because I left my life 
you know, at a, like I left my hometown when I was 18, you know, so I left all that behind. Most of those people I went to school with, I don't even talk to anymore. There's a couple that I might like talk to them every now and then on Facebook, but we're not friends like that, you know, anymore. And when I moved here, you know, the only person I knew was my husband, <laughs> you know, that was it. I only knew my husband. I didn't know anybody else. And, of course, I knew his roommates, you know, because, I mean, now, like, we're practically family anyway, because, obviously, you know, I've grown, like, I've grown up as a per as an adult around them since I was 18, like, so I know, like, and that's pretty much his family, you know, that's his best friend since, like, he was, like, in fifth grade, right? So... Yeah, so, like, all of them and, like, their wives and, like, their kids, like, that's our family, right? But outside of that, like, I don't really, I don't have any, like, real friends. Like, I have one friend, you know, and obviously I, you guys probably saw um, photos that I posted on Instagram for my brand photo shoot. Katie Dugas, she's the one that did those and like Katie and I have been friends for quite some time um but she would be literally like probably the only friend that I've got really got like other than that I don't really have anybody that I consider a true friend like everybody else is just kind of like acquaintances like we just talk like whenever I might see them but that's about it other than that I don't have like any like besties besties like locally now if you ask me, like, who my besties are, like, outside of that, like, online, yeah, <laughs> I can, I can name a few, because, you know, I've, I've gotten, especially some of the women that I've even interviewed here on the podcast, I consider them friends now, because we still talk, and we hype each other up, and we keep in touch with each other, and, you know, they support each other's, like, posts on Instagram and all that. And, yeah, like, it's because, you know, we actually built a friendship. Um, and so I definitely would recommend if you don't have people in your life that you can share stuff with, find some online. I mean, guys, like, this world is massive, you know. And now, obviously, with technology... You don't have to live in the same place to be able to, like, connect with people. Um, and so that, you know, that's really one of the easiest ways to get to know people. It's just, you know, find find people that have the same interests as you. And, you know, go online and just, you know, obviously I know chat rooms is not a thing anymore. But it used to be, you know. I mean, obviously, I'm aging myself, you know, because, like, Yahoo and AOL chat rooms, like, that was a thing back then, you know. But now, obviously, you've got Discord and, and, and all that. So, you know, you can actually, like, do, like, and you've got FaceTime and everything. Like, you know, I mean, you can, or Zoom calls or whatever. I mean, there's a way to be able to connect with people, even though you can't physically be in the same room with them. Um, and so, you know, I, I definitely have to thank 
the creators of the internet because that is the reason why I'm actually able to have friends because I have more friends online than I have in real life. Um, and a lot of that has to do with me being an introvert because most introverts tend to not have a big inner circle anyway. Um, and another big thing too, besides friends, if you have a partner, if you choose to not have one, that's fine. Like, it's no big deal. But if you do have a partner, make sure that your partner is supportive of what you do. Because the thing is, if you can't, if both of you can't be supportive of each other, then what are you doing? Like, what are we doing, right? Because that's the whole point of being in a relationship is for you guys to communicate and to be supportive of each other in, in endeavors. Now, obviously, of course, if you're doing illegal shit or something like that, then no. Like, obviously, your partner should be, be able to call you out on your bullshit. But besides that, if it's something that's not going to harm them or it's not going to financially impact them to where like you know like y'all can lose everything whatever you know then if it's not anything major like that and it and it's good for you right it's something that you truly are passionate about want to do you want to have a supportive partner and whatever it is um and you want a you want your partner to be supportive of the lifestyle that you want to live because if you're if they're not into that type of lifestyle then it's going to be very hard for you two to compromise so if you're wanting to live a slower lifestyle like for example um and like this is a great example for myself and my husband so like myself and my my husband we've been living in the city for like forever right um we've been living in the city since you know, since we were young, I mean, I was 18 at the time, you know, and we are just, like, totally, like, tired of city life, period, like, to the point where now we want to move out to the country and, like, you know, have, like, for me, I want to have, like, a farm and shit, like, He's not really into that part, but he's okay with like living in a more rural area because he grew up in a rural in, more, in a more rural area where it wasn't very city, and so he's okay with that. Like he was used to living out, you know, in the country and stuff, but then moved to the city. And with my with my family, we lived kind of a mixture of both so like we lived in the city and then we moved to the country and then we moved back to the city and then we moved in more like I guess you could say more of like a hybrid where it was kind of country and kind of city like it was kind of like that in between but I wouldn't really call it a suburb because it wasn't because it was still a little bit more rural I guess you could say so, yeah, so, like, I've kind of lived between all of it, and, but now I just want to live out in the country, like, I just don't want to live around, like, a ton of people anymore, like, I, and, and also I want to have land where we're not living right next to people, like, where my, our houses are almost touching, like, I don't like that, like, I'm tired of it, you know, like, I'm tired of having neighbors, <laughs> You know, and it's not that I don't like my neighbors. I do. It's just that I would prefer where 
we we don't really have neighbors like that and we're not on top of each other and we can kind of just do our own thing and have land and have I can have my garden and farm and all that stuff a horse maybe like I'm kind of thinking of that but you know but still like I can have my we can have like more privacy because living in the city y'all is just not it like I just don't I don't I don't like it at all and so that is something that like we have we have to have a talk about because it's like I want to go out and live in the countryside and live a slower life right where we can go and I guess, like, I kind of want to live the cottage core aesthetic life and just go frolic in the in the fields and stuff, whatever, you know? Honestly, I think it's because I've watched way too much YouTube um, lately. But I've wa- been watching, like, a lot of people posting their slow living aesthetic videos where they're, like, living in the countryside of, like, Japan and stuff. And I love that stuff, like... So, yeah, like, I've been watching a lot of that. Like, people living in, like, Hokkaido and, um, and, like, Nagano and a bunch of, like, places out that way. <laughs> and so, like, I guess I, I've just been, like, because I've been watching that, I've been, like, like, man, I want that life, you know? So, yeah, so, I mean, but we had to have a talk about it, and it's, like, he was on board, but see, if you have a partner that's not supportive of what you want to do, that has to be a major conversation that you have, because you want your partner to be supportive of things that you're passionate about, and that doesn't mean they have to be into what you're passionate about. Luckily, with my husband, what I'm passionate about is my podcast, and it's about motorsports, and my husband, obviously, is a racer, so it, it works, right? But... Depending on what it is, you guys might not have the same interests, but they can still support you even though they might not like the same thing that you do. Um, you know, so yeah, having those type of conversations are very crucial um, because you want to make sure that you can live the lifestyle that you truly want, but that you have that person on board as well. Because if not, then, you know, you have to really make that decision on if that person is for you or if they're not, you know. And that can be a very hard topic to discuss. So, um, and actually, this goes into my next tip. Spend more time with your families, guys. Like, family is way more important than work and other things it really is um now look i know some people have some really weird family dynamics all right like i am not i'm not talking about that like if you have family that you truly have had to cut off like i totally understand that i'm not telling you go and try and have a relationship with those people again that's not what i'm saying but if you have a family dynamic where you can actually be around your family and they're not toxic and you, you see what I'm saying? Like, if you have a a family dynamic where you can actually be around your family, all right, try to spend as much time with them as possible. Like, we only have so much time here physically 
on earth, right? We do. And most of us don't know. Most of us don't know what our time when our timeline ends. Right? Some people do and some people don't. But for the people that don't know when their timelines are going to end, you know, I guess you could just say YOLO, right? But within reason, <laughs> you know, like try to spend as much time with your family as possible because you really don't know how much longer they might have either, you know? Um, and I know I don't like to be get morbid like that, but let's be real. I mean, we all know that we all have a, we all have a timeline, you know, for some of us it's shorter than others, you know, but we do, we all have timelines. Like nobody lives like physically forever here. Like it, it, it doesn't work that way. So we know that. So we need to make the most of the time that we have here. Um, and I can almost guarantee you that nobody wants to work every single day for the rest of their lives. Nobody does. Um, and so that's why trying to implement a lifestyle where you can actually slow down and you can be present and you can reflect on things and you don't have to constantly feel like you constantly have to be at a fast pace is ideal for a lot of people. And if this is the type of lifestyle that you are trying to implement, I wish you the best because honestly, this is what I'm trying to do. And look, guys, it's not easy. It really isn't. It's not an easy task to do because you're also regulating your nervous system. Because when you've been constantly living in a fast-paced environment for years, like for me, I've been living very fast-paced since I was a child. So we're talking about, for me, this is like 33 years of trying to regulate my nervous system. And I just started this a year ago. So it's not easy. It really isn't. Um, and it, you just got to take it one step at a time. Um, and that's why you need support. Because sometimes it's hard. Because... Especially when you're just sitting doing nothing. That is the hardest thing to do is just to be still and just sit and not do anything. Because we constantly feel like some people, as you say, some people constantly feel like they have to be doing something because if they don't do anything, that they're being lazy. Or oh, well, I should have done this instead of just sitting here. Like, pretty much, I wasted, oh, I wasted, like, two hours on Netflix when I could have been doing this. No, like, be okay with watching Netflix. Like, who cares? Because that's the thing. Like, and that's a part of hustle culture, you know, Oh, well, if you take this much time away that you've been spending on Netflix every day, you could, you know, you could be doing this and making X amount of money. For some people, they don't want to do that. They want to sit there and just watch Netflix for two hours because they've had a rev day. And and trust me, like, and that's fine. You know, if you don't want to do a side hustle, don't do one. 
the p- people that constantly push that, like, oh, you need to have a side hustle, you need to have this, you need to have this this many income streams by a certain age, you need to do that, you need to do this. Y'all, that's so much noise. Like, okay, I totally get it about passive income streams and things like that, you know, and that's nice to have. And actually, um, I will link that podcast episode as well because Kristen Bowser and I talk about, you know, talk about that, about passive income streams and stuff in a in a previous podcast episode. Um, But yeah, but still like y'all don't overdo it. We are here on earth to be present, learn lessons and just be like we have free will and we can be what we want whatever we want to be like you know we can go do stuff like you know obviously yeah some things you know you might have to like take a certain path to get there but if that's true truly want to do then go do it the only person that's stopping you is you you know what i'm saying like People can tell you stuff all day long, but you don't have to listen to them. You still have to make that conscious decision on if you're going to listen to that person or if you're going to go do your own thing. So, either way, we make our own decisions. And so, if, you know, what you're passionate about is not what you're doing right now, or you don't really know what your passion is, Figure that out, you know? And I I have another podcast episode about finding your life's purpose if you don't know what that is yet. Um, and I'll link that too. But, I mean, you know, there there's just so many things that you can do. Um, you know, even if you are work, still working a corporate job, you know, whether that's a side hustle or volunteering or whatever. You, you know, there's so many different things you can do with your life. Um, and implement some of these things as well, even if you are still working a nine to five or, or, or if you're not working at all, you know, like, you know, if you're not working an actual job, but you might be taking care of your family or whatever, you can still implement some of these, you know, some of these things to be able to try and live a slower lifestyle. So you can, be more present, you know, within yourself and make sure that you are taken care of, you know, because we all have to do better with how we take care of ourselves. Because if we can't take care of ourselves, we can't take care of other people. You know, um, all of that reflects on how our relationships go too. Because if we're not okay, then our relationships are not going to be okay. So, yeah, so we have to just be, like, extremely mindful of all of that stuff. And, and guys, like, just go out and take care of yourselves. <laughs> just take care of you. And, you know, just be okay with where you are in your journey. And then get to where you want to be, you know. Um... First, you you just have to have that accountability that you know where you are and that you're either going to keep doing the same thing or you're going to change your lifestyle and do something different.
Hey guys, so I hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, As I mentioned, there's quite a few things that I will be putting in the show notes um, under the resources section, so definitely check that out. And also, um, thank you guys for just supporting the podcast and um, and listening every well every week, um, twice a week, right? Um, and um, if you are wanting to make sure that other people are able to listen to the podcast and be able to see it, you know, um, definitely rate and review the podcast. That helps get us more visible on these platforms for more people to find us. So um, you can rate on Spotify. Um, and then you can rate and review on Apple. Um, and we're also on obviously Podbean and other platforms. Um, but those are the main ones that most people use. So, um, so yeah, guys, so thank you so much for listening, um, and go out there and manifest your best life and we will see you next week. Take care.